My name is Rob. This is Ultraniverse, and today is our big April event. Let's uh, let's jump in. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes. This is the series that covers more of the in-depth, inspirational, informational, and educational. Sounds like a Sesame Street song, doesn't it? Um, if you guys are around, thank you so much for joining us. This is our big April event. We do these once a month, free for everybody to come and see. Um, and we got a lot to go on here, so we are going to jump in. Now, if you guys happen to see our last video, um, or last big event, excuse me. We did a lot of interactive uh, things, and we're gonna do some today along with a bonus discussion as well. Um, as always, we're gonna have our guest come on in just a second, so we will give her a moment to get ready. But for those of you who haven't yet, please subscribe to YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. We love it. The more you give to us, the more we can give back to you. And trust me, you want what we got because we got a lot of really cool things going on. You are going to get to meet our helping hands today as well, but we'll explain that in a minute. Without further ado, all the way from, well, not across the country, pretty much next door, we have the awesome Victoria. Hi! All right, so obviously if you guys have watched our videos, you know her well. She is one of our, well, she is our go-to, you know. She, oh, she's like, she's family now. Um, so I guess that was funny um, but yeah so we are going to have a lot of fun today uh, so I was just telling them a minute ago that uh, last time we did this we had a lot of cool interaction we're going to do the same thing today too so uh, sometimes this will be under our other um, series the regular alt universe but today since a lot of it is more educational and um, you know meditational that's not a word but hey um, we are doing it under this one here so um, I'd say we go in. Let me see. Let me get my notes up. Okay. So if you guys remember from last time, we did a, uh, meditation mindfulness. So we're going to do it again. This one is called two minutes, two minutes for calm. Um, so the reason why we picked this again was because while I was researching things that have to do with springtime, um, renewal is one of the big words that comes, of course, you know, blooming and, you know, warmth and everything is re respawning. I know you're laughing. I, I am too. No, no, my dog won't leave me alone. It's like, go away. It's okay. Walk. My cat was trying to eat my feet earlier. <laughs> so we're, you know, we're, we're good there. Um, <laughs> hey, this might be serious time, but we have some fun too. So, you know. Um, Gotta love that our fun. Our right? hands both went like that. It's like we were giving each other a high five a second ago. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. You know what? You gotta laugh. It's great therapy. There you go. And that's exactly what we're doing. So meditation, as we talked about before, we'll do we'll recap it again for those who might have missed it last time. Meditation is an easy way, and it's usually free, uh, to do at home. Um, it takes anywhere from, you know, two to an hour, depending on how much time you have and how much patience you have, like me. Um, today will be a two-minute one. <laughs> I, apparently, I made her cry. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid my allergies has gone absolutely crazy with the wind in our town and um, everything's blooming. But that's oh, okay. It'll snow on Friday, so it'll be just fine. There you go. Yeah, you'll just make it till the end of the week and you're fine. Um, so 
Meditation is a way to kind of bring you back to your center. Um, I do it every morning now. My wife and I uh, come upstairs. We hop on YouTube. There's zillions of people that do it. Sometimes we watch the same one because there, there are ones that we really love and we'll watch it again because it really just gives you that much of a feeling. Uh, so this one I found is a script. This is not mine, obviously. These are scripts that we find, but they are usually free to use. If you go on online and search, you are allowed to kind of read these off. And again, we're not selling anything here. We're just doing, so that's why it's, you know, it's okay. Um, so we're going to try it again. Um, this time we are just going to do the black screen. So I'm going to close uh, you down for a minute and close me down for a minute. Um, all right, you guys. Well, it looks like we might have to actually skip the meditation. Unfortunately, it's not coming through. Um, however, I can um, read you the script and, you know, you guys can use it as you uh, would regularly. So might not be as, as whatever, but let me, let me just read the script off to you. This is the fun of technology. Um, all right, guys, so it goes like this. Um, I invite you to take a deep breath, and when you're comfortable, begin to close your eyes. I wonder if you would take a moment to imagine yourself being more calm, peaceful, and focused. And as you allow your unconscious mind to naturally conjure an image of what you would feel like, consider what you might be seeing hearing, and what you might be feeling that shows you are more calm, peaceful, and focused. And perhaps you're already feeling more calm, peaceful, and focused. If not, 
notice that your unconscious mind can reveal how you might do this. Now, maybe you can think of a simple way to incorporate this feeling of calm into your life in the days and weeks ahead. And after you've done that, know that it really can be this easy to create a little more peace and calm in your life. So I invite you now to take a breath for a moment and begin to move your attention back to the room, listening to the sounds around you and begin to open your eyes. All right, so it actually funny enough, even doing it with both of us on screen watching, it still kind of does give you the, the, the same idea. I did put up one of our pictures my wife took. It's one of our dream catchers we made. Um, it's, it is kind of, you know, it, I think we said it last time too. It really doesn't matter how you do it necessarily. Obviously the one thing you do want is kind of like quiet because usually the quiet allows you to, um, you know, focus. But a lot of times when I'm, when we're watching on, on YouTube, uh, they don't always say, you know, close your eyes. Sometimes they just say, you know, stare, stare at a spot, you know, pick a place on the wall, mm-hmm. um, look at the trees. So there's, you know, multiple ways to, I guess, get the feeling you're supposed to get. But also keep in mind, being that this isn't necessarily like a, a physical, you know, cure type of deal. Meditation is different for everybody. Some people yes. can do it for, for years and maybe not get too much out of it. Some people, you know, do it for a living and that's kind of what their 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 piece is. Um, for me, and I'll, I'll ask you in a minute, for me, it's just kind of a way to begin each day to kind of get me ready. It's not really a fix or a prep. It's kind of like, okay, you know, we usually do it at a certain time. Okay, it's that time, let's go upstairs, let's sit down for two or three minutes. And let's just listen to the to the um, to the video. Um, and I can't, you know, I, last time we said the same thing. I can't really tell you what I get from it, other than it's just kind of a nice little reprieve from what might be going on the day, what might have gone on yesterday. You know, so how how have you? Because I, I know last time you were saying you're bringing it back in, and I know you said work kind of does stuff. How is it kind of working for you? And how do you do it? Well, I've almost always done meditation as a way to try and get to sleep because I have insomnia. And um, according to my mother, since the day I was born. So (laughs) there you go. But um, trying to take a moment to just relax and be in the moment. Um, my, My work is crazy. Um, it's, it's very fulfilling, but it's very crazy. And I felt like I really started to walk back away from some of the mindfulness techniques I've learned over the years. And it's just trying to slowly put it back in there. And maybe I need to just stop. And the beauty of the concept of meditation is that it can be anything. Like I know somebody who plays and it'll sound really funny but he'll play really high active um, video games. Okay. Had a stressful day. So to meditate, 
just kind of goes and blows things up. And it brings him down to this Zen-like quality. And it's not because he enjoys killing things, but it just, you know, you have frustration. How do you get that frustration out? When, when I was in high school, I used to come home and if I had a really bad day, I would bang out Moonlight Sonata at about 10 times the speed you're supposed to play it. And probably a few decibels louder than you're supposed to play it um, until I calmed down. And my mother thought it was the funniest thing because first it was loud and obnoxious sounding a little bit more like Darth Vader's March until it finally started to sound like something Beethoven might have written. Um, but, you know, how do you get yourself there? Right. Sometimes it's music. Sometimes it's a movie. Sometimes it's, you know, bringing yourself there. Sometimes it's watching a YouTube video. One of the great things about YouTube that's come out is the fact that you can learn and do almost anything because it's out there. And if you don't like right. the first one, don't worry. There's 58 other ones just like that right behind the corner. So just keep looking until you find the one that makes you feel centered. I mean, you right. know what I mean? It's kind of like finding a therapist. If you don't click with the first one, keep looking. Therapy only works if there's that connection. Same with meditation or anything else that you're doing to try and be mindful. Right. If you try one that doesn't work, try something else. It's why some people love yoga. Some people love running. Right. I, I'm not going to, to lie. When I get to Disneyland and I get on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad for the first time, it's an exciting ride. And people are screaming all around me. But there is a moment I hit of I'm in my happy place then that it just like, you know, the sky's open, the angels sing, and I'm relaxed. And if I could figure out how to capture that for my everyday life, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> Hey, you know, we all know your love of Disney. That is not a shock. Um, it's it's no, a but... weird thing, but we all have that different thing that we can focus on. Like you said, you can focus on a tree. You can focus on a spot in the wall. You can close your eyes. The closing the eyes is an easy way to keep people from looking at everything around them. Right. And not being able to focus. But there's an idea in dance, like when you are turning, you focus on a spot. That way, every time you turn, you're hitting that spot again. Uh, Otherwise, you fall. <laughs> or you go weird you sideways. You don't want to do that. No. So the, the concept of focus is so important. And how do you get that focus? And like you said, it's different for everyone. Right. And, and, you know, just like the technology, the meditation brought me back to calm. So we appreciate the waiting for us to deal with how it does because technology sucks, you know. No, but um, yeah. And, and but we I mean, we will continue to do this kind of thing. Um, I'm trying to put together one more just a, you know, video of meditation and we can try different kinds because that would be fun as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, especially for me, I get ADD. Closing my eyes does help from me wondering and going, oh, because there's always something in my house that's colorful. Like, oh, look, it's, it's like, the, you know, uh, squirrel. Colorful. You know? I don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, where'd that come from? Um, so mindfulness really is a good, well, meditation, I should say, because this is not necessarily just a mindfulness, just meditation. Meditation is right. definitely a way to do it. And it's great because it's free to do. I mean, you have an internet connection. Yep. You have uh, the ability to pop on YouTube. 
and you do it from home. And again, in today's age, people want to do things safely. Do you know we have a room where we go do it in? It's a small little space in the house, and that's our meditation area, and that's what we do. It's also where you know our exercise stuff is. So it's kind of our you know healthy room right there is where we do our things. But um, you just you pick a spot, you do it anywhere. Some people do it in bed, some people do it on the couch, some people do it on the floor. I mean, you know, and when you listen to the YouTube videos, people will say, find this, you know, the comfortable spot. So whatever, yes. whatever's comfy for you, just you know, do it. Chill out there, do your thing, and start your start your engines. Um, and also the great thing about it, because uh, you know, attention to to anything, you can do as short as two or three minutes. Or if you really are in the mood, you can do them for an hour, hour and a half. I've seen so many different versions of yes. it on, on YouTube. Um, but it's, it's, it's fun in the sense that it really just kind of like, it opens you up to the, oh, I can do something new. Like it's something that not everybody necessarily does regularly. So when you do it, you're like, hmm, that's yeah. kind of cool. Um, so that was that we hope you guys did enjoy it again i apologize for all the technical difficulties there <laughs> but we got it out and, and everyone guys, understands those too <laughs> yeah oh, oh of course yes um and if you guys would like you can always send us an email we can send you out a copy of the uh meditation as well um so moving on to the next part and this one's kind of the fun so i was looking through you know fiction and, and whatnot that characterized of spring and of course you got a lot of animals and it's like oh cute bunnies and stuff like that but i thought that was kind of a little too easy to do so i was looking deeper and i came across one of my favorite things mythology and apparently they have a specific goddess who basically the name symbolizes springtime so we are going to do a quick breakdown of the story of aphrodite who i'm sure everybody has heard of from school the information today is coming from Britannica.com, one of my favorite kind of dictionary encyclopedias here. So keep in mind, this is a shorter uh, segment, but if you guys want to learn more, of course, just put her name into Google and you will get videos and all these things on her. So let's just jump in. So she was the ancient god of love and beauty identified with Venus by the Romans. So if you guys remember, Rome and Greece kind of had the alternatives to each other. So whatever Rome or whatever uh, Greek had, Greece had, Rome had their exact same copy, just with a different name. There would um, be a few tweaks, a few tweaks. Maybe a few tweaks. All right. The word, um, the Greek word Aphros means foam, and Hesiod relates in his Theogony that Aphrodite was born from the white foam mm -hmm. produced by, I'm going to say Uranus, because that's probably how you're supposed to say it. Obviously, there's the joke about the other one. Um, after his son threw them into the sea. So basically, she kind of has the Ariel thing going on. She came out of the water with the foam that comes to the top and all that stuff there. Um because of this, she was widely worshipped as the goddess of the sea and seafaring. She was also honored as a goddess of war, especially in places like Sparta, Thebes, and Cyprus. Though she is primarily known as, obviously, the goddess of love, and occasionally presided over some weddings, too. Yep. Who would have thought? Um, we're going to skip that part because that's a little uh, adult for this. But let's just say she is the love, the god of love of everything. Now, interesting enough, and I'll kind of bring this up here, the Venus de Milo statue, what I was reading about this is because the, the name share, and again, this might not be fully true, but a lot of people have compared the statue to Aphrodite 
as a physical form of what Aphrodite would be. But obviously, Venus de Milo was a different character. But they're, according to this, at least, they're saying that because the name is shared, Venus and Aphrodite, there is some comparison of the two. I'll give you your chance to kind of like weigh in there. I know because I'm sure you have something to say about that in a minute. Um, so let's see. Many scholars believe Aphrodite's worship came to Greece from the east. Many of her attributes were called the ancient Middle Eastern goddesses Ishtar and Astarte, although Homer called her Cyprian, obviously of Cyprus, after the island chiefly famed for her worship was already Hellenized by the time Homer, and according to Homer, she was the daughter of Zeus and Dion. Um, so there you go. It's just fun to see how everybody thinks they're right, and everybody's making up their own stories about things that aren't real. But <laughs> we'll get into that later, too. Um, apparently, she was mis mismatched with Hephaestus, the smith god, the guy who basically made all the weapons that the gods used, and she constantly spent her time philandering with the handsome god of war, Ares. Doesn't that sound fun? Yes, children, there are things in these mythologies that may not be family approved, but this is mythology, so there you go. I'm skipping over the bad parts, trust me. Um, okay, so a lot of this goes into her connections with characters like Adonis, Aeneas, um, and a lot of other war heroes. Um, you know, we're going to... Okay, oh, here's an interesting part here. So her symbols were the dove, the pomegranate, the swan, and the myrtle. All those things have to do with uh, love, birth, regrowth, all that stuff as well. Um, but really the interesting part of this whole thing here is the multitude of people like Homer, like Plato, like others, who basically thought that they had the correct story when it doesn't seem any of their stories actually matched whatsoever. So now the floor goes to you to basically disprove everything I just said, I'm sure. But well, what what no. really is the good story of okay. Africa? I guess now, I here's the important thing to understand about any mythology is that, um, you, you know, stories, well, stories were just, were just that. And when different writers would write things about stories, there were basic things that were known. But mythology was created by the human mind as a way to answer the unexplainable. So when you go back to ancient Greece, which was very advanced in many ways, um, but they didn't know everything. I mean, no offense, we don't know everything um, 2,000 years later. So they explained things by explaining the gods. And gods often had one main purpose, Aphrodite. It was around love. And she actually did love um, Hephaestus. Although I'd like to point out that if you didn't know this, his name in the Roman vernacular is Vulcan. Oh. And that's where Vulcans come from. Yeah, the, the name came from. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, yeah it, um, science fiction takes much from mythology, ancient mythology. Right. And um, she was closely related, of course, to Venus in the Roman mythology, Freya in the Norse mythology. And um, she was basically always portrayed as young and fresh. And I did think it was interesting when you said uh, her in spring, because I would think about Demeter and Persephone as spring, because we have spring and summer, because the whole okay. story of Persephone and Hades. 
And there's lots of things out there on those that I'm sure people have heard before or right. seen before. Watch the Percy Jackson movies, go see the Broadway show, Hades Town. You get the whole story. And um, it, it just, uh, but she is, she is viewed as rebirth. You know, the apple is closely tied to her because of the story of um, Paris, uh, Paris, uh -huh. the the um, warrior who took Helen of Troy, because uh, yeah. it, there was the contest to see which one, which one of us is the most beautiful goddess. And it was um, Hera and Athena and Aphrodite. Aphrodite, and of course, all of them tried to bribe him. Aphrodite promised him the most beautiful woman in the world that was immortal as opposed to herself. That was the most beautiful thing in the world. And um, so that's that's kind of how the whole Trojamore started, at least the story of it is. But, you know, so much about Aphrodite changes from story to story. And it is the thing that makes it sometimes confusing and and doesn't always make a lot of of sense because her father was Zeus, who was father to apparently 99% of all the names out there in Greek mythology. Um, that's for another show. Now, and, and that's from um, the story from Homer, you know, but you also have her being, you know, so she's got different origin stories. It sounds like right. a comic book. Um, she has, um, she actually loved um Hephaestus was actually uh, a maimed um in in his birth and he was kind of shoved off to the side even though he was equal with all the other children of Zeus he was equal with them all but you know he was kind of over there uh -huh. and so um but you know she she loved him and so that was probably her only intimate connection but she was the goddess of love so, you know, if, if you've watched the, the Sam Raimi show, um, Hercules, you'll find out why she doesn't stay true to anybody. But, um, you know, plus the gods never, never make any sense. Let's just be honest. <laughs> it's kind of the fun thing about, about um, um, mythology in general. And what's funny is that she is not known for her mind but there's stories from here and there that's actually quite interesting that that shows that maybe she is more than just you know a pretty lady you know but most of the time in in the various mythologies she comes across as well the mean girl and a little vapid and a little but you know without her we wouldn't have the stories of cupid and she has a bunch of kids um, most of them are tied to love <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. You know, you've got Eros, you've got Cupid, you've got, um, oh, my God, I can't remember them all. But, but you know, the, the, the next generation, she's very involved with. And, um, oh, the Graces were hers. Um, I can't remember if the Fates, no, the Fates exceed, were, were there beforehand. But um, it's Now we're just going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, now I'm going down a rabbit hole. But she's an interesting character, and she's a very well-liked one, because unlike many of the other gods, she tended to not be vengeful, or you have fewer stories about her, you know, ever hurling a lightning bolt at somebody. So she kind of was like the friend of man, 
and she wanted people to fall in love. So right. she was very popular. And and so it's it's no surprise that she would represent spring in some stories. She's light, she's young, she's you know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna uh, I don't want to say that. Um yeah, uh, but you know, when you think about spring and you think about the symbols of springs, you've got new life and eggs and bunnies and all sorts of things like that. So a someone who presents herself as a young woman would fit in that category. So, you know, and it's bright and sunny where I am right now today. So, um. <laughs> well, there you go. It's it's not so bright and sunny, but it's going to be hot. So that that I guess is fair. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, and again, you know, I probably should have caveated the beginning. Mythology is not always for whatever. But keep in mind, guys. You know, the series, the everyday hero stuff. We do talk about things that might be a little more in depth but as she so graciously did not say certain words neither did i we make sure that when we are talking about it we're not going into the weird details because you know um all right so moving on we're going to end it off with a happier thing we're going to do a craft here and we're going to meet our helping hands in just a minute um i know who they are she knows who they are they're just the helping hands to all you guys out there but you know I'll just say she's a very important part to me. Um, all right, so we are going to pop us off the screen really quick. And I believe she is uh, good. Are we good to go? Thumbs up? Cool. All right. All right. How about now? Can you hear me now? No? No sound? Okay, cool. All right. So I'm going to be on screen with her then. That's okay. People say I'm cute. So, you know. Okay. So um, we're going to, all right. So I'll uh, read it really quick. So the things you're going to want, you're going to want some construction paper, a pencil, scissors, a glue stick, and popsicle sticks. So if you guys are uh, can do it now, if not, We'll uh, send this out to you afterwards. So first thing we're gonna do with the pencil, um, cut out or draw kind of medium-sized flower petals. So, you know, use your judgment of what size you want to do. Um, but you can make four. I think we made one with five, but four usually is probably more than enough. So we're gonna have her do that for a second. And through the magic of science, we have some things ready for you too, so, you know. 
Hi, so it looks like she's going to draw a few. Um, and then after she's done with that, we are going to cut out those little petals. And as I mentioned, if you guys are doing this with us, awesome. If not, we can uh, send you these instructions uh, if you guys email us over at the Altune Universe website. And Alakazam with magic, we now have paper hearts. Woo! Isn't that cool? All right, so now that you have your petals, these are gonna be the outside of the flower. So the next thing you're gonna wanna do is take a glue stick um, and a popsicle stick. And what we did was we, to start out, put the glue on the popsicle stick at the top. That way you can kind of get your design going. So just take a little bit of glue and Basically, you're going to circle the hearts around to make your, your flower, as my lovely helping hands are doing. And then as you go, you can just put some more glue on top of each flower and just circle it. We'll give a round of applause to our helping hands here. Beautiful. All right, perfect. So next you're going to do is take another color construction paper very nice and not a tiny heart but kind of smaller than what you just cut out and we're going to put a heart in the middle of our flower to uh, signify the um, the center of the heart so again taking your pencil like our helping hands are doing draw out your little heart there perfect and then we're going to cut that little guy out Awesome, very nice. And then taking your glue stick, put a little glue on that uh, little flower you just cut, and we're or onto the flower as well, whichever is easier to do. And we're gonna stick that little guy right in the middle of our flower. Awesome, perfect. All right, so one more step we're doing. Uh, we always gotta make our little uh, petals at the bottom, right? So using the same color, uh, usually you know green works perfect, you're gonna make two hearts kind of connecting. They're kind of look like little fishies kissing each other. 
And you're going to, you know, I guess kind of like a figure eight, but a little hearts at the end. There we go. She'll show you that in just a second. Perfect. And then all you're going to do is just cut that as one piece. And just for show as well, this was my lovely attempt at it earlier. As you can see, I have no sense of color and I just made everything one giant pink flower, which is perfectly fine too. If you just want one color, that's okay. Um, you know, might just been because I was lazy, I don't know. But this was my attempt here. So this was, you know, you can definitely tell how we evolved to the much nicer flower that uh, she's making now. All right, so... <laughs> She cut those out. Now what you're going to do at the bottom of your popsicle stick, kind of sort of middle-ish, middle to bottom-ish, take some glue, uh, either on the popsicle stick or the flower, whichever is easier. And we're going to stick that guy right on to the stick right there. And guess what, guys? You have just made a popsicle stick flower. How cool is that? Pretty simple. Really easy to do. Like I said, construction paper, glue, scissors, pencil, and popsicle sticks, five items, that's it. We have another to show you as well. I'll show you my, my lovely one again. I think mine's the best, I'm just kidding. Um, no, hers are the best, definitely. But there you go. So round of applause for our helping hands. Thank you so much for that. We will let you go on with your day. Um, there you go. There you guys have it. So let's bring on uh, Victoria one more time. Really that quick. was cool. Yeah, I mean, we, we do this all the time here at home. Like, we craft all these things. We make, like, paper plate animal heads. We have, uh, uh, what did we do? Oh, paper ornaments where you basically, like, fold the paper in, glue it, and then you take a piece of string, and you can hang it off of a tree or hang it off whatever. So we got a bunch of these. And that actually reminds me, if you guys aren't sure, we're going to have her back. Uh, for our next one, it's going to be a special paid event via Eventbrite, and all we're going to be doing is mindful art. So if you want to know what that means, you're going to have to try it out. You're going to have to come join. Tickets will be on sale on Monday. I might actually make her talk and explain so that way I don't have to do all the talking. But we'll see when we get there. All right. So for our helping hands and, of course, for our lovely Victoria here, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to her on the Disneyverse podcast as well to us on Universe on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, where all your good stuff is sold. As I said, the more you can give to us, the more we can give back to you. We have a lot more fun, and hopefully we will get her back a little bit later today because we have a really special unboxing video, which is right up her alley because it's literally like <coughs> Disney. <coughs> but If I'm back in time, I'm there. All right, sounds good. All right, guys, so we hope you enjoyed the special event. As always, guys, please share and let everybody know where you found us. We had so much fun. Hopefully you did too. Until next time, guys, have a wonderful day. And so long, farewell, Avidur Zane. There you go.